Hello, and welcome to the Beyond Borders podcast, the podcast that explores topics related to international trade. This podcast is brought to you by Buckland. For over 70 years, Buckland has been working to help companies across the world experience global trade in a better way. As a customer-focused company, we provide you with a single source of unmatched customs brokerage, trade-managed solutions, freight forwarding, trade technologies, and warehousing and distribution services. I'm your host, Jenny Kaus, Marketing and Communications Specialist at Buckland, and today I'm speaking with our guest, Anka Wimbush. Anka is the National Account Manager and Supplier Diversity Specialist here at Buckland and holds her Certified Custom Specialist designations in both Canada and the United States. And Anka has also passed the Licensed Customs Broker exam. Was it this past fall or? It was, yes. Okay, that's amazing. Um, Anka has a depth and breadth of knowledge regarding brokerage and logistics gained over the 20 years she has in the industry. Anka works diligently to create lasting relationships with companies in the logistics industry. Welcome to the podcast, Anka, or I guess as I should say, welcome back, since it isn't your first Beyond Borders podcast. I'm glad to be back. And I'm so glad that you are too, because today we are going to be talking about uh, a topic that is supplier diversity, and it's becoming an increasingly popular topic these days. And for those listeners who may not be familiar with this term, supplier diversity is a business practice which exists with the goal of encouraging the use of underutilized businesses. It can be so difficult for these historically underrepresented types of companies to compete in today's economy. However, these supplier diversity programs help to level the playing field. So Anka, let's get started with some examples of, that are represented when we talk about supplier diversity programs. What types of businesses are we talking about? Uh, for sure. Uh, there are a range of types and, and some of the more common ones that you will hear about is the woman-owned, minority-owned, the LGBT-owned, veteran, and also the Aboriginal-owned. Great. Okay, thank you. That helps to kind of provide some context around what types of businesses we're talking about, and we'll certainly understand that those are companies that might not have had the same advantages of other companies uh, as we look back. And just out of curiosity, how did this type of business practice of supplier diversity get its start? How long has this been going on? Yeah, supplier diversity um, had its origins in in the 60s with civil rights legislation and affirmation action under the U.S. President Kennedy and continued on with President Johnson, uh, Nixon and President Reagan, who all had roles in moving forward policies regarding minority businesses. Once these policies were in place, companies needed to find out ways to ensure that they were meeting their targets. They needed ways to connect with diverse suppliers. That is really how you start to see the development of organizations for these minority-owned businesses spring up. There are many organizations that offer certification programs to their members. In order to provide standards, which are adhered to, or verification of eligibility for these programs. These types of organizations work closely with companies with supplier diversity programs in order to showcase their members. This is a great way for these diverse suppliers to work together and really maximize their exposure to big brands. 
And it'd be so hard for these smaller businesses to have any chance of competing against these big companies, which are so heavily resourced and so historically successful, often even dominating specific market segments. I can see how that would be a really big challenge for a smaller company to even get in, say, on those bid processes. Um, so when we're talking about this, I guess this leads into my, my next question. Um, we're talking about these companies that would have supplier diversity programs. Can you tell us a bit more about what types of companies would have these type of programs? Absolutely. Uh, supplier diversity programs have become an integral part of a corporate social responsibility and just make good business sense. Multinational corporations such as Walmart, Toyota, Coca-Cola, Ford, Kellogg's, General Motors, for example, all have supplier diversity programs. Companies are very aware that their customers are watching the way that they operate in the world. And in today's social climate, they know that consumers are discerning and want to do business with responsible companies. Supplier diversity programs are a part of a great corporate social responsibility strategy to ensure that a company is not only profitable, but ethical. Not only that, companies also know that people want to work for companies doing good in the world. And a supplier diversity program in place can ensure that people know that their employer is making ethical choices. I completely agree. And especially the part that you said about, you know, consumers, they are so much more savvy than ever. And they really care about the way that they're spending their money. And they want to ensure that they are supporting ethical companies. And of course, companies want to ensure that they're making the best possible choices regarding the suppliers that they deal with, while considering, of course, what is best for the business's bottom line. Um, so I think that that's something important. And I think as well, uh, employees want to be sure that their company is doing good in the world. I think more than ever, it matters to people about where they work and how that company is existing in the marketplace. And they want to be sure that the place that they're giving their time is doing good in the community. I actually recently read a quote uh, from the Government of Canada Status of Women website that says... Businesses owned by women and minorities are vital to Canada's economic prosperity. Diverse, well-developed supply chains can help companies reduce costs, enhance innovation, successfully integrate acquired businesses, businesses sorry, and reach new markets. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think, you know, these are these types of businesses are ones that just have not historically been considered. And I mean, you're going to get more diverse ideas, more diverse products, all of these things that you might not have been exposed to before when you are only going to these same suppliers over and over. So I think it really opens things up. When we're talking about these supplier diversity programs at some of those uh, larger companies that you mentioned, um, and some even that we've worked with, and in terms of their supplier diversity, can you kind of give us an inside idea of how these programs actually work at these companies? Yes. So companies like the ones um, that we mentioned earlier have policies in place where a specific percentage of expenditures in their supply chains must be made with minority businesses. So when they spend money in their supply chain with one of these businesses, they are able to record this expense as a part of the reporting on diversity 
which helps them achieve their targets. Great. So they would have, say on their end, a specific percentage that they need to spend with diverse suppliers in order to give them a framework, uh, a target to shoot for. And then as they're sourcing, they would consider that in part of those bid processes, for example. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. exactly. And, then and for these, back. yeah, and for these large companies, it ensures that they are obtaining the best possible pool of suppliers and being exposed to innovative products and services that they might not have otherwise been. Mm-hmm. So also this practice helps to grow the economics of the communities that they operate in and help to enhance to the public image of that company. Great. Yeah. So rather than just continuing to work with the say the same large companies, you're enabling other businesses to come up as well and, and really obtain these opportunities. Um, earlier, we mentioned there's different types of diverse suppliers. Let's talk about maybe from the other side, because I think we kind of understand from a company, this is going to help them look at maybe suppliers they hadn't considered before. But let's kind of flip to the other side now, talking about being that diverse supplier. Um, What is that kind of experience like from the vantage point of the minority-owned business? Yes, for sure. Um, We can use Buckland as an example. Um, Because Buckland is a registered woman-owned business, Mm which is one of the types of diverse suppliers. Buckland is registered through WBE Canada, which stands for Women Business Enterprises Canada Council, as well as the We Connect International. Being registered gives the minority-owned business certification, which ensures that our customers can meet their own internal policies for working with diverse suppliers. The standard is generally that the business is 51% minority-owned. So in this case of a woman-owned business, the business has to be owned by a woman. There are many different organizations depending on which type of diverse supplier an organization fits into, but they operate with the same goals of offering certification and also promoting their members and helping to make those connections with brands that would ordinarily be difficult to gain exposure to. Great. And the the one thing that comes to mind when you're talking about that is gaining exposure is I know you attend a lot of these events as well. Yes. Where you'll go and meet with people. Can you talk to me a bit about that? Yes. The um, the, the supplier diversity events are, are phenomenal. It is, it is great networking and getting the opportunity to talk to companies Um, that I never possibly would have had an opportunity if we weren't um, a woman-owned company Mm -hmm. where they actually want to listen to the services that we have to offer, um, you know, and just connect and see what we can do for them. Open also that showing them that there is options out there Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just building on that. Yeah, I think that that's so great. And I mean, and I alluded to this earlier as well, but you know, when you you do the research on supplier diversity, a lot of people think that this is just kind of a feel-good thing, but there is actual really hard data on how your business can be improved through having a diverse supplier program. And, you know, we talked a lot about innovation as well. You get diverse new ideas that you might not have otherwise been exposed to. When you have different types of people 
guiding businesses, you are going to get different ideas, much like if you diversify your workplace. When you diversify your supply chain, you are going to get new perspectives, new ideas, things that you may not have thought of. So I think it's such a wonderful practice. And I know even um, having seen the events that you've gone to and attended Mm -hmm. on behalf of Buckland, you know, it's so interesting because you get to meet with those companies who maybe you wouldn't have had that exposure to get in front of as easily Absolutely. Um, against, say, other competitors, and they wouldn't have had the chance to see us. And, you know, we might offer a service that a larger competitor can't and be able to really tailor to them. So I think it's, I think it's such an amazing business practice, and I know it's been a real game changer for Buckland as well. Um, so if people are interested, I welcome them to check out even Weeby Canada. If you're interested in hiring as a diverse supplier, please look into it. Maybe even if you don't have one of these programs in place uh, at your company, look into this. This is certainly a great way to ensure that you are getting the best possible um, pieces into your supply chain to make sure that you're as successful as possible. So please look into being a diverse supplier. And on the other side, if you are somewhere that you know, you have one of these programs in place and you would love to work with Buckland, feel free to reach out. Uh, we, like we said, we are registered, which helps on the company's end, making sure that they're doing business with a certified supplier. So, you know, feel free to reach out to us. Um, and Anka, I just wanted to say thank you so much for your time today uh, and sharing some of your expertise around supplier diversity. I know that this is such a big part of everything you do, and this is a cause that you are so passionate about. Um, so thank you for sharing your time and all of this knowledge about such an interesting topic and uh, and I really appreciate it thank you yes um, you're so very welcome and I'm honored if a listener has any questions about supplier diversity I would welcome them to reach out what's the best way for them to reach out if they have questions Yes, absolutely. Please feel free to reach out to um, Buckland at CSA group at buckland.com if you have any questions at all about supplier diversity or if you have a question um, you know in any services that we may be um, able to help you in please don't hesitate to contact us great thank you so much and thanks again Anka for your time today yes thank you for having me that's the beyond borders podcast for today thank you so much for listening and thank you to our guest anka wimbush for joining us and for sharing your expertise about supplier diversity if you're looking for more resources related to international trade please check out buckland.com and click on the learning section across the top of our website here you'll find a range of resources including learning guides webinars and podcasts just like this one Our downloadable learning guides may include incoterms charts, common trade terminology, even common pro forma mistakes, and many more that you can download. We also host live monthly webinars, and we invite you to sign up online to secure your spot for an informative presentation followed by a live Q&A session. The best way to keep up to date on all of these resources that I've mentioned is through our weekly newsletter. We send out a newsletter every single Wednesday containing these latest resources, as well as a roundup of the latest trade news delivered straight to your inbox. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us through our website's contact us page, through Twitter, where our handle is at Buckland Tweets, or on our LinkedIn company page. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Borders podcast. Be sure to tune in again and subscribe. 
for more great conversations about importing, exporting, and everything else in the world of logistics and international trade.